Welcome back, one and all, to Isopod, the isolation podcast music, always courtesy of Sacred Lime. We are back and ready to rumble. I am your co-host, Jack, joined by the Corn Dog. Corey, how are we doing tonight? Doing well until you called me the Corn Dog. Uh, yeah, we're back at it and raring to go. How long has it been? Have we skipped one week or two weeks? I can't even keep track anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just keep. We just, we just skip one week. We're tuned in, so you don't. You have guys to be. can tell us what to listen to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we've been busy, but uh, it's good to be back. And we have some music to talk about. We have a long playlist, not too many albums to talk about. But Jack, what have you been listening to? Um, believe it or not, uh, you might you you probably know this guy pretty well, Ben Howard. Do you like Ben Howard? I know Ben Howard. Okay. I wouldn't say I know him super well, but yeah, no, he's um, uh, I think it's it's because of uh, Boney Vare just put out his new album. We'll get to his in a in a in a minute, but um, Ben Howard's kind of in that uh that same uh genre of music, like soft uh indie music, and so I think I was like browsing Boney Vare radio on Spotify, and then. Uh, ben Howard's album Every Kingdom came up, which I love, um, and that just reminded me how much I do love that album. So, um, been listening to, to that quite a bit. Um, what about you? I've been listening to Ari's, um, that artist you turned me on to earlier this year. Not yeah. not in full, but there's like four songs I can't stop listening to, like Sayonara, Bad News, yep. Race yep. Car. I think there's yep. one more. But I've just kind of had those four on repeat. Um, I feel that. So that's where I'm at. Yep. That emo rap getting to you once again. It, uh, he's great. Yeah. No. The, the album's not, not, not complete, but I think, I think he's, he's got a lot of potential. Um, news? I don't think we have any. Um, there's not, not too much happening right now. Uh, ASAP Rocky... Uh, just got released from a uh, Swedish prison. I don't know if anybody has been keeping up with that, but um, he just got back to America, what was it, last week? Two weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. So, um, I don't That was know. weird. It's just a yeah, weird I don't, situation. It seems like a weird situation. I was trying to read more into it, but... Um, Rockhampton's dropping an album soon. That's exciting. The boy band. Same day as... Same day as, day as Taylor Swift, bold move. Bold move. Bold move. We'll see if they can outsell <clears throat> them. The boys can do it again. Uh, but let's jump Boy. right into see or no. It's 8 p.m. on the West Coast, 11 p.m. here on the East Coast. So we got four albums that are dropping in an hour. When you're listening to this, they're already out. Um, so we got Young Thug with so much fun. Jack, are you intrigued? Ab-so-freaking-lutely I'm intrigued on this one, Corey. Young Thug... Big, big isopod uh, fans um, uh, on Young Thug. I cannot wait for this one. Um, his last one wasn't great. Slime language. I wasn't huge on that, but I'm. No, I'm I didn't intrigued. like that one at all. You like you you loved a few though, right? Like a few tracks. There were a few. There was like two. January first, and I forget the other one. Um, that Chanel track that went huge. Not good. Sorry. Not good. Um, next, we have Snow Allegra with Ugh, Those Feels Again. Jack, are you intrigued? 
I'm gonna say yes again. I'm gonna say yes again. She's <clears throat> she's a dream. Wow. Uh, I feel that. I haven't been huge on her uh, singles leading up to this album, actually. I know you're going to talk about one of them in a moment, but I'm a huge Snow Allegra fan. I loved her Feels debut album, been a fan ever since, so I'm I'm pretty stoked for this one. Next, we have Snoop Dogg with I Wanna Thank Me. I'm going to go with a no on this one, Snoop Doggy Dogg. Sorry, you know, my West Coast boy, though. Yeah, that's going to be a hard pass for me. I don't remember the name of his last album because it was the most forgettable thing ever. Um, oh, you mean the three-hour the three hour album about the Bible? Oh, I, actually, I didn't mean that one. I went the one before that. That was also bad. I don't even think I tried to listen to the three-hour one. Um, but yeah, no. he hasn't put out quality music in a while. But you know what? He's got it made. He's a legend, so... Well, sure is. He, he can have a pass forever. Sure does. Let's get into this King Dizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> you can't say that. God damn it. Uh, with Infest, the Rats Nest. Jack, what do you got? Here no. <laughs> I'm dying on the other side of the scroll. We're going we're gonna to power through this one. <laughs> oh, God. All right, we're not intrigued by Snoop Dogg. We've been laughing for the last 10 minutes. Lastly, we got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Infest infest the Rat's Nest. Jack, are you intrigued? I'm going to say yes to this one. Uh, They put out Fishing for Fishies earlier this year, and I think Corey and I both really enjoyed that project. Um, This one, I think they're going in more of a, uh, a metal direction, if I'm not mistaken, so we'll see if that's the case. Uh... King Gizzard second album this year. I'm stoked. What about you? I'll say I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed Fishing for Fishies. I don't know about this metal uh, sound for them, <laughs> but could be fun. So yeah. let's get right into our albums. First, we have Drake with Care Package. I'm not going to treat this like a real album because it's not. It's actually right. a bunch of unreleased tracks um, from 2010 to 2016, I think it displays a younger and often more vulnerable vulnerable and hungry Drake. Um, I think it includes some of Drake's best work ever, um, including The Motion, 4PM, In Calabasas, Can I, Heat of the Moment, and my favorite Drake track ever. I was going to add this to the playlist, but it breaks the rules, but 5AM in Tarant. Toronto is just yeah. an, a legendary braggadocious single that should be used in every YouTube athlete mixtape ever. Um, this track is just untouchable. His flow and just the atmosphere of this track is incredible. I think every like major rapper should be forced to do this. Um, Kendrick kind of did it with Untitled Mastered, um, Unmastered, releasing a bunch of tracks that Basically, LeBron James wanted him to. They were like live performances and a bunch of Lucy's and leaks. So I think, I mean, we have all these random tracks from guys that we love and they're not even like high quality versions of them. Just just give it Mm -hmm. to us. Come on. Give Give the fans what they want. So I applaud Drake for this one. And of course, it's Drake. So his not even real album went number one everywhere. Um just once again proving he's... I, I think he's the most popular artist in the world. He has to be. Like, ahead of Taylor who, who, Swift, ahead of Beyonce. Like, he... 
he has re- redefined hip hop. He he has become the most popular hip hop artist as hip hop has become the most popular genre um, in the yeah. past decade. And yeah, I mean, neither of us are huge Drake fans, but it's it's hard to deny his reign, basically. Correct. Yeah, and Corey and I were talking about like who would be our um, the guys that we would want to see put out projects uh, of unreleased material. So, um, I mean, five AM, five AM in, in Toronto, like like Corey was talking about. That's a that's a that's a cult classic by Drake fans everywhere. Uh, next up, uh, highly anticipated album uh, from Bon Iver uh, with I comma I. This is um, his fourth studio album following his 22 a million record from 2016 and I I personally love that album I I thought he did some great experimentation throughout that that project and uh, we we actually we see some of that instrumentation show up on this album as well but I think he took it uh, one step further um, doing a lot of kind of glitchy um, synthesizer, uh, 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 distorted piano, and drum, uh, drum patterns that I think, uh, that I think make this album stand out to me, uh, this year. Uh, he, he does, I, I heard, I heard some things from, uh, from a, a, a huge Bon Iver fan that he sometimes says, certain words and then distorts his voice in a way to make the song sound a certain like him saying the words don't actually like mean anything but they they more act like an instrument kind of like young thug's voice but he's actually i feel like he's he's actually saying something but 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 justin vernon he uses his voice to act as an instrument even though the the words aren't meaning much and he does that all throughout this album i think uh, he uses his voice really, really well. It's very James Blake like, but like yes, I on get, another level. I understand what you mean by that. Um, but I really, really enjoyed this album front to back. <clears throat> it's it's a it's very abstract. So I I am I'll I'll just say this that uh, most people mo- most people won't uh, take much to this album. Maybe a few tracks here or there, but. Uh, for Bon Iver fans, I think this this album would hit home. Very nice. Next we have Ugly God's debut album, Bumps and Bruises. I thought I enjoyed this a little bit um, for the first few songs, but when you listen to it seriously, it just doesn't really stack up. I think he really overuses that Yachty flow where it sounds like he's kind of gets lost and is struggling to fit in words to the beat. Um, the instrumentals are minimalist and just flat out boring for the most part. Ugly God kind of became this meme rapper and his humor, I, I didn't really think sh- shine through on this album. So outside of a couple tracks. So thanks, Ugly God. Thanks, Ugly God. I wasn't into this one either. Um, didn't do much for me. Next up, we've got... The new album from Trippy Red. Corey and I are talking about uh, emo rap. Trippy is uh, he's kind of um, on that on that path to uh, uh, to really um, be on par with with Juice World in terms of that field. I think um, he's got got 
he's always shown potential, and I, I unfortunately I don't think that this album stacked up to that potential. Um, I thought there were some highlights for sure. Uh, we've got a few tracks on the playlist this week, but um, uh, kind of a mixed bag here. Uh, you've got um, there's a track on here that's that's on the playlist. I'll get to, but that's that's like a it's he he does a really good whenever he uh, uh, uses his voice to um, uh, kind of s- I, I mean scream is probably is not the right word, but his like. His falsetto voice, I think, really hits home for me pretty much always. Uh, and that's something that a lot of his contemporaries don't seem to have. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think he, um, he really utilized that too much here. And the, the beats that he decided to pick out, I thought, were pretty generic sounding. So, um, yeah, I, I thought it was just all right. Hmm. A little surprised by that, but I agreed. I thought it was... Pretty forgettable, in my opinion. I'm not as huge of a tri- or big of a trippy fan as you are. Um, next, yeah. we have Claro with Immunity, um, the 20-year-old singer-songwriter from Massachusetts who rose to popularity with her low-budget Pretty Girl song, um, which she credits to YouTube algorithms. Um, kind of just blew her up out of nowhere, and she's kind of rode that wave um without releasing a ton of music um she was just opening for Khalid on his big tour so she's gotten super popular and this is her debut album I loved every single she dropped closer to you bags and Sophia have all made the playlist and grown on me substantially since I was ready to crown this one album of the year going in I'm not quite there yet um, but I love this debut album from Claro on Immunity. I think she really expands on that lo-fi bedroom pop sound that she had in the past and provides some really impressive songwriting. Um, some of the slow, sad ballads border on too minimalist for me, but I think they're deeply personal, and I can't get enough of her use of these, those, like, reverbed keyboards. I wouldn't ask you an impossible or the standout so far, but I expect all of them to grow on me um, like the singles did. Mm. I just thought it was a really impressive soft rock debut album from Clara. Same. I, I, I really enjoyed this album. And uh, the singles that Corey has been throwing on, I, I really enjoyed as well. Uh, speaking of singles, let's, uh, let's move right into our playlist for Smooth. the week. We've got, I think... Well, 15 tracks now that, well, we'll, we'll you'll, you'll get to the one that got deleted. Uh, no fault of ours. Uh, but uh, first up on the playlist, we have Mr. Justin Vernon, Boney Vare with Emi, Imi, I am I. However you say it, I am I. Sure. Whatever. Um, going back to what I was talking about with I, I, I think this is probably the fullest display of uh voice inflection um and voice distortion that Bon Iver uh uh displays on this album. Uh I think that he does a great job uh uh using his voice with the instrumentation behind him. Uh and not I mean the 
there's kind of like an orchestral feel to it at points, which are fantastic. Uh, it gives the song a little bit more, is epicness a word? Feels no. more epic? Okay. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Anyway. I feel you. Enjoy that song. Very nice. Next we have Kids in 99 from Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, they just announced a new EP titled The Blue EP, which will be coming September 6th. Uh, kids in 99 is a tribute to the three kids who died in this freak pipeline explosion 20 years ago in their hometown of Bellingham, Washington. I thought this was just a really compelling, intimate indie track that has me looking forward to this EP. And it's it's one of my favorite Death Cab songs in a while. Kind of a throwback maybe to their transatlanticism days, in my opinion. But I really enjoyed this track. And I guess I have the next cool. one. You you really did a weird playlist curating, but just That's gonna just gonna throw you under the bus. Next we have my favorite track from Claro's album. I wouldn't ask you. Um, it has these piano chords as an auto tune. Claro har- harmonizes with this children's choir. I think it makes for this really chilling atmosphere as Claro details her time hospitalized with severe arthritis and how her boyfriend at the time became her caretaker and the impact that had on her and that relationship. I think it's a song that really displays her growth as a songwriter and I love how the beat picks up in the second half and how that instrumental becomes the focus to finish the track. Uh, Just a really incredible one from her debut. That one is an epic track. Nice six-plus-minute ballad. Love that one, too. Next, we've got Situationship uh, by Snow Allegra, uh, the queen herself. Uh, this track, I thought, was um, I thought it was good. Uh, it's actually... Um, it hasn't really grown on me since my, my original listen, uh, but it's still, it's still a solid uh, showing from, uh, from Miss Allegra. She has... She just has, she just has pipes. Like she, she can sing with. She, you know what? She, she kind of reminds me of. Uh, I okay, we're comparing artists again. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Callie Uchis. I think her and Callie could uh, do a collab, and it would just they their sounds sound their sounds sound very similar. Um, but I this one, like- I, I. Uh, off, off first listen, I, I, I was really into it and just really, really stoked for, for the new album uh, off this track for sure. Next, you have the next track, uh, Impossible. I do have the next track. Claro <laughs> with Impossible. Corey mentioned this a little earlier. Um, this was my favorite off of her new album. Um, love the thumping drums in the background throughout. Uh, and then her kind of... Um, gentle uh gentle voice just seamlessly weaves in and out of the track um yeah i uh i don't have much more to say on that but just a a beautiful sounding beautiful sounding second track off that off that album that's right next we have summer girl the newest single from heim uh it's this uplifting soft almost carefree summer track maybe maybe i shouldn't say carefree as on the bridge, uh, 
Danielheim. Danielheim reveals her fear as this was written just after her boyfriend, who happens to be the band's producer, uh, was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, but I, it, it's it's a very hopeful, upbeat song in, inspired by a grim situation. But I, I thought this was a really beautiful track um, that I enjoyed a lot. Cool. Next up, uh, collab between Ariana Grande and Social House with a uh, new single, Boyfriend. Uh, this was uh, the lead single for Social House's new album. I'm blanking on the, the album title name. Uh, it dropped last week. I didn't listen to it, but uh, saw this single, saw Ariana was on it, had to give it a listen, and really enjoyed it. It's a good pop tune. Um, Social House, I didn't know, but they uh, they actually produced a few of Ariana Grande's uh, past material. Um, Thank You, Next, and Seven Rings, they they had a, a hand in. Um, and then Good Night and Go, which was a, a great um, uh, uh, cover song um, uh, originally written by Imogene Heap. So um, love this song. Great, great summer vibe. Um. Yeah. Very nice. Next, we next, uh, uh, and next we have. I have another song here. How, how, I keep trying to figure out how to say this. 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 Just let it here. happen. Ibtihaj. Ibtihaj. Nailed it. Uh by Rhapsody. D'Angelo and Jizza. Jizza, of course. The Jizza. Uh, the Rizza. The Jizza from the legendary Wu Tang Clan. Um, Wu Tang. This. Wu Tang. Uh, I was telling Corey right before the show, I don't really know why I decided to place this song in the middle of this playlist because this is probably the hardest song on our playlist this week, arguably. Um, Rhapsody just. Wraps her ass off as she as she does. She she gives me this could be blasphemy. She gives me a Lauren Hill vibe, man. On this song especially, uh, she man she can she can really rap with the best of them. Um, and I love the new the New York style uh, of this of this song. You've got these uh, kind of gospel influence. Um, uh, being just kind of kind of choir, uh, choir in the background uh, that that adds to um, uh, the overall feel of this track. But uh, Rhapsody just does her thing all across this track. Love this one. Nice. Next we have All Mirrors from Angel Olsen, a momentous track from the St. Louis singer-songwriter, um, a medley of strings just swell over this pulsing synth, and after half a dozen listens, I'm still trying to decipher and piece together the story she's telling on this one, but I think it's a really captivating, grandiose listen I would highly recommend. Love that one, too. Next up, new single from Katy Perry called Small Talk, promoting her new album, um, she released another single a few weeks ago that um, has just blown up, never really over. I don't really know why I didn't put that on the playlist because I absolutely love that song. Great pop, pop single. Uh, and this one's no different. Um, catchy hook uh, just makes you want to get up and dance. Um, you can find me on the dance floor with this when this song comes on, I'll tell you that. 
Um, Katy Perry, you know, I didn't think that I would have, I, I would ever throw a Katy Perry song on one of our playlists, but here we are. Here we are. August I 15th. think it's fantastic. Very nice. Well, my song, uh, my favorite song from the Trippy Red album actually just got deleted from the Trippy Red album and... Hey, we'll be seeing you. Our playlist, apparently. Uh, he has taken off his They Afraid of You track with uh, Playboy Cardi. It's unclear why. There are rumors it is because everyone is saying... Well, not everyone, but there are a, there's a lot of people on Twitter saying that Playboy Cardi's feature was the best part of the album. There's rumors that Cardi just didn't want the verse to be on there, so we'll have to give you an update next week on how this plays out. But as of now, my favorite song's not on the album, so that's kind of a bummer. Let's talk about your favorite from the Trippy Red album, Snakeskin. Snakeskin, uh, this hook, I think, is why I just love Trippy so much. It's just extremely moody, um, pretty depressing, too. Um rapping about the, the dangers of suicide um, and how, how one can get to that point. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I love Trippy going like uh, – the, the beat kind of picks up and then he, he uh, lowers his voice to kind of this um, uh, very uh, – uh, I don't even know how to describe it um, – the opposite of falsetto was that baritone. There you baritone. go. Baritone. Yeah, nice. Uh, very, um, very deep vocal uh, over this uh, upbeat tempo song, and I think it works great. Um, catchiest song on, on the album, I think. Other than "Under Enemy Arms," which Corey and I admitted that we uh, should have put on the playlist. That was my. Yeah, that came out that was, forever ago. Yeah, that's 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 on me. That's a great song. Anyway. Um, what do we got next? We got Hair Down by Sir and King Kendrick. We have our, is this first feature for him in 2019? It can't uh, be. It can't be, but I can't think of another one. Maybe it is. But no, he was on the, he was on the Lion, the, at, at least recently, he was on the Lion King album. That doesn't count. <laughs> next we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is the first single for the upcoming, Sir's upcoming album, not Kendrick's, Chasing Summer, out August 30th, so that's coming up. Uh, it's got this funky 808 jazz infusion type beat to start as Sir just glides over this beat, as as he does. I, I think this this is where Sir really, really um, impresses Usually, um, and then the beat just kind of opens up and Kendrick slides in and of course just steals the show, um, (laughs) as Kendrick just shows off like 10 new flows and voices he's been working on, spitting fire the (laughs) whole way, reminding everyone that he's still the greatest rapper alive. Um, not that we're biased or anything, but yeah, love this one. Whatever. (laughs) Kendrick just absolutely snaps. He is untouchable, so let's move on to <laughs> Hot Girl Summer. Jack, I cannot believe you put this on here. I am excited to hear you talk about this track. Uh, oh, man. Megan you, the Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Ty No, that sign. means Corey absolutely hates this song, huh? I don't uh, hate it. I don't like it. But you just I, don't like it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, man... 
this song is uh I didn't really know a lot of Megan the Stallion material. Um and uh I think her and Nikki snap on this song. I really do. Um I think I think they Nikki sh- I think Nikki steals the show on this, on this track to be real honest with you. I think she she has uh, a fantastic uh pretty hilarious verse by the way. Um Sure. Yeah. Uh up tempo trap banger that is uh, just a summer it's a summer trap banger I should say a summer trap banger uh you got Ty Dolla Sign and the feature god have, delivers the whenever smoothest you got a Ty Dolla Sign feature on an up tempo track you know that thing is going top 10 so um you know what what else can you say Megan Thee Stallion Nicki Minaj Ty Dolla um hot girl summer give it a shot give it a shot tell us what you think like, comment, subscribe. Next, we have Bumps and Bruises interlude, the title track, I guess, from Ugly God. It it's just this really enjoyable, simple track from Ugly God. The beat consists solely of this piano progression. He displays these cocky yet sort of reflective bars talking about his come up, and I just love that first line. I'm the one that started this water shit. Ooh, it's just... I don't know. The song just gets me going. I don't know why. I don't even know if it's good. I just like it. Um, I just really like it. So this this is what Ugly God songs should sound like. Um, and unfortunately, it wasn't the case all throughout. But yeah, that's all I got on this one. Next we have... Nice. <laughs> Jake Pig Mafia has the best song titles. I'm not even super into this song, but uh, Jesus Forgive Me For I Am A Thought um, is his newest track. For he has an album coming out soon, I believe. So he does, and he's telling all his fans that they're going to be disappointed. So <laughs> oh, that means it's going to be the best move. album of the year. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus, forgive me. I am a thought. This, this is uh, uh, one of the big reasons why I love that veteran album he put out two years ago. Um, or was no last year? Last right? year. Last year, wow. it really grew on me. I've been meaning to tell you that. Wow. Hey, anything growing on you, Corey? Yeah. There it is. Wow, you heard it here first. JPEG is hilarious, and can't uh, dispute that. This this song, if you just if you want some some comedy uh, in your day uh, tonight, tomorrow, um, tomorrow, whenever you listen to this next year. Uh, this is just comedy gold. You want to just hear some of these one-liners right now? You want to hear this? Sure. Uh, one, one line. Pray that I end up like Charlize Theron. Who doesn't? Uh, dress in your grandmama's hand-me-downs. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, <laughs> okay. This, this, this one, I, I actually shouldn't say this one because it's, it's got a lot of, uh, it's got a lot of deeper meaning to it, but this ain't a bridge. It's a collar crime, uh, and then he he he. Uh, a couple of verses later, he uh, rhymes with Columbine. Oh, so uh, that's that fun. Um, uh, this song is just great and uh, makes me really excited for that that new album. Hopefully, we've got some uh, Peggy Kenny features on there. That would be pretty cool. And let's see, it's me again, huh? Yeah, you're going to finish um, it out with the boy band's first single. Ra- wrapping it up with Brockhampton with I've Been Born Again. This was the first single promoting 
the new Ginger album dropping August 23rd um, alongside Taylor Swift. So good luck, boys. Um, they also put out If You Pray Right, and then they just put out yesterday, bo- uh, uh, what's it, uh, not Big Boy, uh, what was it, Boy Please? That's a great question. I hate to hate what? to say that I have not heard that track yet. I'm embarrassed to say. Oh, well, I, you should um, be embarrassed, Corey. Have been busy. Oh, yeah, well. Um anyway, Boy, yeah, I've been born again. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, I'll give it a watch in the, about thirty seconds. Fantastic. Um but back to the 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 closing track on our playlist tonight. Um, I've been born again. Uh, this is uh, just high energy. Um, starts out uh, very um, starts out with bareface whispering into the mic. Not many people know that that's bareface uh, at the meaning of that song, but it 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 sure is. Um, and then uh, and then at the end, uh, Matt Champion steals the show. I think I just um the the beat switches a little bit and goes bananas and matt also goes bananas uh the music video though i will say is um a great addition to this track i think that uh it's extremely well shot and um adds to the overall atmosphere to this song um give it a shot yeah ginger coming so next week can't wait can't wait. Well, I should be heading to bed. Um, it is. What time is it over there? Eleven thirty. Yeah, you're fine. Who needs sleep? You can sleep never. That's right. Well, thanks to our fans for tuning in. As always, we appreciate it. We'll be back sometime soon. I got nothing else to add. Um, uh, hopefully, Corey um, uh, includes our 10-minute laughing escapade that occurred about 25 minutes ago. Um, this entire episode, I could not look at him. So now that I'm, I'm actually looking at him for the first time. And and goodbye. <laughs>